Before I begin, I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which this work was developed and is presented. I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello there and welcome to the Community Library, a podcast, book club and discussion space. I'm your host, Angauri Rice. Welcome to this week's episode. This week, I'm doing something a little different. Instead of me sitting down and talking about a theme or a book all in one go, I am doing a kind of read-along-with-me episode. So in this episode, I will be taking you on my journey as I participate in Lala's Buzzword Readathon. So the rules for this readathon are very simple. The criteria is you have to read a book or two or as many as you like with the word you in the title. So my TBR for this readathon is as follows. I have I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson, Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng, and The Thing Around Your Neck by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. So I have three books to read in this week. I'm a little bit nervous because recently my reading hasn't been that great. I've kind of been slacking. I've been kind of busy organizing things before I leave for my trip. So I'm hoping that this week I can really pick it up and finish these three books. It is now Wednesday the 12th of June and this is the first day of the readathon and it's currently 5.09pm and today I haven't read anything. This kind of sucks, but I've had a busy day. I went to the gym this morning and then I went to the movies. If you're interested, I don't know if you are, but I saw Longshot with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron and I actually really enjoyed it. It was a really fun rom-com and yeah, it was very cute. A big portion of my day was taken up by that and then I was hanging out with a friend and I'm really glad that I did that. I had the best time, but now I'm home and it's already past five o'clock and I've got lots of stuff to do, including lots of reading. So I will update you again when I have an important reading update. Hello again. It is now 20 past seven in the evening and I have read the first 75 pages of I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson. I am loving this so far. It's incredible and I'm kind of baffled that I'm liking it this much because I really didn't think that I would. I'll Give You the Sun follows twins Jude and Noah and they're super close until a tragedy happens in their family and they're driven apart. It's kind of all about love and friendship and and being connected to people and how you connect with family and the dynamics and relationships within a family and how they're affected by tragedy. It's phenomenal so far and I'm so excited to continue reading it. One thing that I'm loving is the writing style. I love the way that Jandy Nelson is writing these teenage characters. Her voice is so unique and I've never really read anything like it before. And that's why it's so hard for me to explain what this book is about because even in these first 75 pages, it's covered so much. I just love the way that this story is being told. It's not a linear timeline and usually that confuses me, but I'm actually really liking following all these different timelines. 
I'm not sure if I'm going to start another book tonight. Possibly not. I might just keep reading I'll Give You the Sun, but I will let you know. Good morning, everyone. It's Thursday, the 13th of June. It's 11.30 and day two of the Buzzword Readathon. So last time I updated you, I had just read the first 75 pages of I'll Give You the Sun. And then that night before I went to bed, I read the first story from The Thing Around Your Neck by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. The first story was called Cell One and it was only about 13 pages long. Yeah, it was really good. It was difficult in the sense that it's like very heavy. I now know that I probably shouldn't read it before I go to bed because it's just quite an intense thing to read. But I really love her writing style. I liked the story. I liked the characters and she has a really unique voice. And I'm excited to read the rest of the stories in the collection. So at the moment, the only book that I haven't yet started on my TBR is Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng. And I'm hoping to start that today. Today, I kind of have a busy-ish day. This morning, I went to the gym, which was fun, I guess. <laughs> and now I'm back home. It's 11.30. In about an hour, I'm going out to an audition. And then after that, I'm going to get my flu shot. So kind of got a few things on the agenda today, but hopefully when I get home from my flu shot, I will be able to do some reading. And I'm also taking like a 40 minute public transport journey to my audition. So I'm hoping that I will get quite a bit of reading done on the tram and bus that I have to take. So it's currently quarter to 10 in the evening and I still haven't done any reading today. <laughs> Let me run you through what happened. Last time I updated you, I was getting ready to go to an audition and then get my flu vaccine. I was planning to read on public transport on my way to my audition, but the buses around my house are being diverted due to some roadworks. So I had to take a different route. So that meant I needed to concentrate while on my journey rather than read. So I didn't end up reading on my way to my audition. Did the audition, got my flu vaccine, came home and it was already four o'clock. And I was like, where did the time go? And then I realized I had emails to send. I had a bit of work to do. So I sat down and did that instead of reading. Then I had dinner and I watched three episodes of Love Island with my sister, which was probably a really bad idea, but they make it really hard for me. I mean, there's a new episode out every single day. Like, how am I supposed to keep up with that? So I had three that I needed to watch to keep up to date, and now we're here. It's 10 to 10 in the evening, and I haven't read a single page today. So we're only two days into this readathon, and I feel like I failed already. So what I'm hoping tonight, because it's kind of, it's early-ish in the evening, I'm hoping that I will be able to read lots before I go to bed. Hopefully I don't fall asleep. I have three books, well, I have two books and my iPad stacked up on my nightstand. So we're going to get into it. We're going to read and I will update you in the morning. I just listened to that recording back and I know it sounds like I have a little lisp. Uh, it's because I have already like washed my face, brushed my teeth and put my retainer in. So when I have my retainer in, I do speak with a bit of a lisp, but it's a small sacrifice to make for keeping my teeth straight. So 
Anyway, good night. Good morning, everybody. It is 10.30 a.m. on Friday, the 14th of June. Last night when I updated you, I was just about to go to bed and read lots, as I promised. (laughs) I can confirm that I did get quite a bit of reading done before I fell asleep. But rather than reading a little bit of all the books that I have to read, I read a lot of just two. So I began with starting Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng, and I read the first 56 pages, so the first two chapters of this book. I do think it's quite good so far. I really enjoyed Little Fires Everywhere. I loved the themes that she brought up and the story that she created. The issue that I had though was with the writing style. I find that Celeste Ng writes in a way where you feel like you're in a car and you're passing all of these scenes that are happening and you know what's coming ahead, like you know the future and you're just fleetingly glimpsing little scenes. Some people like this and I think for the most part it works for this story, but I do get confused often as to when things are happening and what timeline they happened in because she doesn't write in a linear way. I also find that it means that I can't connect with the characters as much as I want to because it's so fleeting and I feel like her writing flows so effortlessly from one moment to the next. We don't get to stop so we're always moving on to the next thing and we don't get to pause for a second and catch our breath while we think about what we just learnt. I think the writing style just doesn't quite work for me but I don't hate it because I think it works for the story but it's just like my personal preference. So that's where I am with everything I never told you. I'm really intrigued by the plot so far. Yeah, I'm excited to keep reading with it. I think I think it's going to be good and I think I'm going to like it as much as I liked Little Fires Everywhere. So after reading 50 pages of everything I never told you, I moved on to I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson. And I read to page 120. That means I read 45 pages of I'll Give You the Sun, which is 30 pages less than what I read the day before. But that's okay. I'm still loving this. It's so good, you guys. I don't know. I had seen the cover before. I guess I'd heard people talk a little bit about it, but I was like, yeah, it's another YA. You know, I probably won't like it. And I'm loving it. It's so good. We're following two perspectives. We're following Noah when they're 13 and then Jude when they're 16. We're back in Noah's perspective and he's 13 and a half to be exact and we're following his story now. And I've still got a while to go before we switch back to Jude's perspective. Yeah, I'm really liking the story. I did find though, like when I was tired and ready for bed, the writing style was not helpful because it is quite jumbled and all over the place because Noah's brain is like that. He imagines things, but he explains them as if they're really happening. Like my head exploded or he rose up five feet into the sky. When I'm not tired, it makes sense and I love it. But when I'm a little tired, it can be confusing at times. That said, I'm still loving it and I still think it's awesome. So that's what I read last night. Now this morning, I haven't read anything. I just got back from the gym. It was a boxing class. It was great. I got to get out all my aggression before the weekend. And today I've got a 
pretty free day. I don't have anything on during the day, but in the afternoon slash evening, I'm going to be on the project. If you don't live in Australia or you don't know what it is, it's like an Australian evening news show and it's live, which is uh, a bit scary. So <laughs> I'm gonna be on that program and it'll be fine. I'm excited. They're really lovely. So yeah, it'll be fun. That's all I have on for the rest of today. So hopefully I will get a lot more reading done than I have these past few days. So I am going to have a shower because I am gross and sweaty from the gym. But after that, I will get some work done and hopefully update you very soon. Good evening, everyone. It is 10 to 10 on Friday night. And I'm just going to update you on what happened since I last spoke to you. So when I spoke to you, I was going to get some work done. I just come back from the gym and I did indeed get work done and I ended up doing about an hour of reading. I continued with everything I never told you. I'm now on page 102 and I also continued with I'll Give You the Sun and now I'm on page 170. So I think I've made pretty good progress. I'm liking both stories so far. I haven't continued on with the thing around your neck. I think I've just been like not in the mood to read on my iPad, which is annoying because I do want to read the thing around your neck. It's just on my iPad, which I've just been like, ugh. I don't want to stare at a screen. So hopefully I'll get lots of reading done tomorrow on my iPad and then I can actually make progress with the thing around your neck. But overall, you know what? I think today hasn't been a completely wasted reading day. I did get some reading done. I think I'll get ready for bed now. I'll brush my teeth and I'll, you know, clean up my room a bit. And then hopefully by that time, I'll be ready to sit down in bed and read some more. Although I don't think I'm actually going to read any of my readathon books tonight. I think I'll make progress on the library book. That's what I'm currently reading. It's the library book by Susan Orlean. And it's about the Los Angeles Central Public Library and the fire that happened there in 1986. I will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow I have nothing on except gym. Hopefully I will have a productive reading day. Anyway, I will talk to you in the morning after the gym. Good night. Good morning, everyone. It's Saturday, the 15th of June, day four of the readathon, and it's eight in the morning. I woke up four hours ago, not by choice. I just happened to do that and I couldn't get back to sleep, which was very frustrating. So I'm feeling a little tired, but today is going to be a good day. But before I talk about today, I have to fill you in on what I read last night. So last time I updated you, I was just about to go to bed and I said that I would read some of the library book by Susan Orlean. I didn't end up doing that. Instead, I actually read a short story from The Thing Around Your Neck by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. I didn't think I was going to do this, but when I unlocked my iPad, it was already open on my screen and I was like, hey, this story doesn't look too heavy or intense and it wasn't. So I read it. It was about 15 pages and then I was exhausted and went straight to sleep. So uh, that's where I am now. I've now read two stories from The Thing Around Your Neck. It means I'm still behind, but I'm trying, okay? <laughs> Today, I don't have much on. I'm going to the gym this morning. I'm going to leave in about 45 minutes and then I'm going to come home and just hang out and do lots of work. But for the moment, 
I don't have much else to update you on. I guess I will talk to you when I get home from the gym. Hello again. So I'm back from the gym. I've showered. It's now 10 to 11 and I'm ready to get stuck into work. (laughs) Yay. So basically what's on the agenda for today is that I need to edit and transcribe my Harry Potter episode, which will be out by the time that this one is. So I will link it in the show notes. And I also need to prepare for an upcoming episode that I'm going to record with a friend. So that's what I'm going to do today. I'm also planning to answer emails, tidy up a bit and get a lot of reading done. (laughs) So I will update you soon and hopefully I will have read something. Good evening everyone. It's now quarter to six and I guess I've had a pretty productive day. So I've spent about two hours reading. I read about 40 pages of everything I never told you. It's good, but I think that the story is not as good as Little Fires Everywhere. There's just not much to it. Like it's very simple and it's very character driven. But because it's kind of set around a murder, I thought that there would be more to the mystery. It would be more of a mystery thriller rather than a domestic drama, which is kind of what it is. And what I loved about Little Fires Everywhere is that there were so many moral conflicts in the story and there were real climaxes as well. You discovered things about people that were mysterious and there was really kind of a mystery. And there was just more information that was revealed slowly. Whereas with everything I never told you, I feel like I haven't learnt anything about the murder or the girl who died and I'm halfway through the book so we'll see where that goes. I'm still enjoying it but just not loving it as much as I did love Little Fires Everywhere. Then I read about 30 pages of I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson. It's really great. I'm still loving it. I do find it quite difficult to concentrate on though sometimes because the writing is so all over the place. But I still am really enjoying that. So now I'm going to do some writing uh, because I'm a bit sick of reading for the moment. And I will possibly have to make dinner. And then I'll do some more reading tonight for sure. And so I will update you before I go to bed probably. Good morning everybody. It is Saturday the 15th of June and it is 10.26am and it's day 5 of the Buzzword Readathon. So I didn't update you last night. Uh, This was because I had kind of a busy night. I mean it wasn't, it wasn't even. (laughs) Basically all I did is I read for a bit and then I had to go and make dinner. So I did that and then me and my sister watched two episodes of Love Island and then my mum came home and we watched half of Indiana Jones and the Lost Tomb, the Temple of Doom. Wait a second, let me look it up. (laughs) Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, that's what we watched, but only half of it. So by the time that we had gotten halfway through Indiana Jones, it was past midnight and I was exhausted and so I uh, went to bed without updating you all. But it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's already 10.30 so I feel like I've wasted so much time. But we are here, we are ready 
to read. <laughs> today I don't have much going on. I didn't have the gym today so I had a little sleep in which was nice. I'm going out with a friend at 2.30 and that will take up most of my afternoon but apart from that today is a day of working, sending emails and reading. I feel like I've said that every day and then every day I update you and I'm like I didn't do any reading. I'll give you a recap on where I am in my books. As of yesterday, I should be 57% of the way through all of my books. According to Goodreads, <laughs> which does have different page numbers, but it's pretty much the same. I'm a little bit behind on everything I never told you. I'm ahead on I'll Give You the Sun and I'm seriously behind on the thing around your neck. So I did some maths and here's what I've worked out. From yesterday, I should be on page 244 of I'll Give You the Sun to be on track. I'm currently on page 243, so I ticked that as completing that. I should be on page 164 of Everything I Never Told You, and I'm on page 158, which I don't think is too bad. I should be on page 96 of The Thing Around Your Neck, but I'm only on page 47, so I have a lot of catching up to do. By the end of today, I should be 71% of the way through all of my books. So this means reading to page 305 for I'll Give You the Sun, that's 62 pages. It means reading to page 194 of Everything I Never Told You, that's 35 pages. And it means reading five stories from The Thing Around Your Neck, which is to page 112. So that means I'll be reading 65 pages of that. In total, that's 162 pages of reading today. <laughs> Considering I had a completely free day yesterday and I only read about 150 pages, I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> so hopefully I can knuckle down and read a lot today. So... Uh, let's see how we go. I will update you in due course. Good evening, everyone. It's 7 p.m. on a Sunday evening. So basically what happened this afternoon is I got a ton of reading done and then I didn't update you because I went out to meet up with a friend and I was like, I'll just update when I come home. And I thought I was going to come home at about four o'clock, but then my friend was like, let's go to the city. And I was like, okay, sure, let's go. So I went to the city and uh, it was really fun and I'm glad I did it because um, I'm going away soon. And yeah, it was really nice to see her. So I got home about half an hour ago and now I've just been hanging out. I'm already in my pajamas because I'm pretty tired and I might get some reading done before dinner and also after dinner but I think I'm on track for my goals for today. So that's good. I think it's the only time in this readathon that I've actually felt like I'm achieving something. So yay me. Anyway, I'll update you soon, probably tonight before I go to bed. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday the 17th of June and it is midday. So I guess it's not really morning. It's good day. Anyway, let me update you on stuff that happened. So the last time I spoke to you was last night when I got home from hanging out with my friend. Basically, I didn't really read anything before dinner because I had dinner pretty much after I updated you and we watched the second half of Indiana Jones and the, I don't remember which one it was, it's the third one. Anyway, it was fun. So then after that, my family decided to watch Gilmore Girls and I wasn't really interested. Gilmore Girls is fine, but like I had reading to do. So I drew myself a bath and I 
read for a very long time in the bath, which was a good decision. For the first time in this whole readathon, I am kind of on top of my reading. So I've reached the goal that I wanted to reach in I'll Give You the Sun and in Everything I Never Told You. I haven't reached yesterday's goal in The Thing Around Your Neck, but rather the day before's goal, if that makes any sense. But for my other two books, I'm right on track, which is very exciting, except for the fact that today is quite busy. So I went to the gym this morning, I got home, I faffed around for a bit, and now I'm going to have lunch, and in half an hour, I have to leave to go to the movies because I'm seeing Green Book with my friend. After that, I'm going to come home and I have a dress fitting, so I don't know, the rest of my day kind of looks a bit packed but I'm going to try and get as much reading done as possible. I'll have the thing around your neck on my phone when I go to the cinemas on the tram so I'll read that on the way. Yeah hopefully today I'll get some reading done but I don't know I want to keep up this good streak. It's the second last day of the readathon like <laughs> it's the second last day and I'm finally like actually reading. Maybe now's the time to give you a general update on where I am in the books. So with I'll Give You the Sun, I'm still really enjoying it. I much prefer Jude's perspective than Noah's perspective. And we've just gone back into Noah's perspective. So I'm a little bit like, oh, really? But I mean, I still love both of them and I, I love their voices and I love the writing style. And yeah, it's getting exciting. And there's also a time jump between the two perspectives. So you're trying to find out what happened in between those two points. And I think I'm gonna discover it soon. So I'm excited for that. With everything I never told you, it's fine. Like it's good, but I'm finding the story really lacking at this point because we're 75% of the way through and still like the climax of the book hasn't really come. Like there's been no massive revelation. It's just all kind of still like insular, unspoken moments, which is great up to a certain point where I'm like, okay, like this is the point of the book where stuff gets exciting. Like we need a big dramatic scene where the audience discovers something that they didn't know before. And I feel like right now it's kind of like just still cruising. You know, it was Celeste Ng's debut novel. And I think with Little Fires Everywhere, like that plot is so interesting and intricate. And then if you put her writing style on top of that and her ability to create really intense, silent, dramatic moments. I think that's what makes Little Fires Everywhere superior in my mind to Everything I Never Told You because at the moment, Everything I Never Told You doesn't really have a plot. It's just a character study. I hope something exciting happens soon. And if not, then that's also fine. It just means that that one wasn't for me, but I'll still read her books because Little Fires Everywhere was incredible and I still appreciate her writing. So we'll see what happens with that one. So my progress with The Thing Around Your Neck, there are 12 stories. And as of right now, I've read one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, great. So I'm over halfway. This means that I have four stories left to read over two days. So that's two stories today, two stories tomorrow. I can do that. I'm enjoying each story more. The first one I was kind of like, okay, this is cool, but like, I didn't love it. And then the more stories I read, the more I'm like, oh wow, this is incredible. Uh, so my favorite ones so far have been A Private Experience. I really loved that one. And that's about two women who are from kind of opposite sides of a political riot. And they both find refuge in this same small shop 
and they have this private moment together and they know that they're on opposing sides, but it's this really nice moment. I also loved Jumping Monkey Hill, which is about a woman who goes on a writing retreat and the head of the writing camp is really awful and it's about her dealing with that. I also loved The Thing Around Your Neck. I think that has been my favorite so far and obviously it's the title story. I just thought it was incredible. I'm excited to see if I find one that I love even more than The Thing Around Your Neck um, because that would be really exciting because I loved that one and it would be exciting to find one that I love even more. But um, I'm really enjoying it so far and I can't wait to finish it. So basically, I think this readathon is finally starting to go well. <laughs> right now, I'm going to have lunch and then I'm going to jump on a tram and go to the movies and I will update you with my reading progress, maybe hopefully when I get back from the movies. You guys, remember when I said I was so happy with how this readathon was going and I finally felt on top of it? Yeah, famous last words. It's currently 10 past 10 today and I haven't read a single page. Basically what happened is I sat down to have lunch after I recorded that little section there and I was just eating my soup and it was really yummy and great and I sat down to read and then I looked at the time and it was 25 past 12. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to leave the house in five minutes. So I gobbled down my soup, ran to the tram stop and made it to the cinema on time, but still. Then after seeing the movie with my friend, we decided we needed to have a chat to debrief about what we just witnessed. So we sat down and we drank some Glühwein, which is like mulled wine. And it was actually really nice because it was kind of cold outside. So we were sitting outside drinking our Glühwein and it came in little teacups. So that was fun. But of course that took, you know, two hours or whatever. And so then by the time I got home, it was 5.30. I needed to have my fitting. I had my fitting. And then by the time it ended, it was close to eight o'clock and all of my family was out and I was really hungry. So I made myself dinner and then watched TV and now here we are at 10 past 10. <laughs> so my plan for the rest of the night, even though I should be going to bed right now, is I'm going to have a bath and I'm going to read in the bath. I'm going to try and read I'll Give You the Sun and Everything I Never Told You. And then once I get out of the bath, before I go to bed, I'm going to try and read at least one story of the thing around your neck. And then I'm going to go to sleep. <sighs> okay, I feel like a failure again. It's fine though. We'll see how the rest of this readathon goes. It's really at an inconvenient time for me though, because this is the week before I leave for LA and I'm a little bit stressed out about it all. But you know what? That's okay. We're going to get through it, you and I. Okay, I will talk to you maybe when I get out of the bath, but maybe I'll just want to go straight to bed. So either way, I'll talk to you either tonight or in the morning and we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, the 18th of June and it is 11.30 a.m. It is also the last day of Lala's Buzzwordathon. So last night when I spoke to you, I had just finished my fitting and I was about to have a bath and read in the bath and then go to bed. So I ended up doing that. 
and I'll give you an update as to where I am in my books. So unfortunately, I didn't get to any of the thing around your neck, which was really annoying. So that means I have to read the last four stories today. In the bath, I started off with reading Everything I Never Told You and I made it to my goal, which was page 257. So I'm very pleased with myself there. Then I read a little bit of my page allocation, I guess you would call it, of I'll Give You the Sun. But by the time I got to a particular point, the bath was almost cold, so I had to stop reading. Then I jumped into bed and I read the rest of what I wanted to read of I'll Give You the Sun. But what I did is I had marked the page that I wanted to stop on and it stopped at like a little break. I didn't, you know, glance at what was happening in the text there. I just kind of marked the page. And when I got to that point, it ended on the biggest cliffhanger ever. And I was like, there is no way that I can stop reading here. So I read a little bit more and I actually surpassed what I wanted to read that night, which was awesome. Unfortunately, that also meant that by the time I had finished reading, it was close to midnight. I was exhausted. And so I didn't end up reading any of the thing around your neck. But that is where I am in terms of reading. So let me fill you in on what happened this morning. So due to the nature of my fitting last night, I had to get up early this morning and go to the city to get a dress altered. Now I'm home, I have to clean my room because it is a mess and I need to get ready to pack essentially. Then I'm going back to the city at three o'clock to pick up my dress and then I'm gonna come home, then I will get to packing, then I'll leave tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. Ah, it's so exciting, but also really terrifying. By the time this episode comes out, I'll be in LA. Basically, for the rest of today, I will read before I have to go to the city, and I'll read on my way to the city, and hopefully on the way back from the city. And then in the evening, I'll probably read some more before I start packing. So I will keep you updated. Talk to you soon. Good afternoon, everyone. It's quarter past five on Tuesday. A couple of hours ago, I went to the city to pick up my altered dress and I came home with my dress. Last time I updated you, I was getting ready for the day and I was gonna do lots of reading. And reading I did. Let me officially inform you that I have finished two out of three books for this readathon. I'm very pleased with myself. So the first book that I finished was Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng. I'm gonna give you more of my thoughts in a wrap up that I do at the end of the video, just recapping everything. But I think it was a three and a half star for me, which is kind of disappointing considering that the first book of hers that I read was a 4.5. So I'll talk more about why I didn't love it as much um, in at the end but essentially I liked the writing, I liked the characters, it was just that the plot and the whole story arc fell flat for me. Then after finishing that I was super excited to finish yet another book for this readathon so I ended up finishing I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson. I ended up giving this maybe a 4.5 stars. Three quarters of the way through it was gonna be a five star and then I got to the ending. I love happy endings. I'm not one of those people who's like, Meh, happy endings are the worst because, you know, it's not realistic. I love happy endings. The thing about this ending, though, was that it took too long to wrap up and there was too much exposition. But I will talk more about that later. Basically, it was a four and a half star. 
almost perfect, but I didn't love the ending. But I would still recommend this as a fantastic book. So after finishing those books, I went to the city, I picked up my dress, I came home from the city, and on the tram there, I read one story from The Thing Around Your Neck, and then on the way back, I read another story from The Thing Around Your Neck. So now I only have two stories from The Thing Around Your Neck to finish, and then I have completed the readathon. I'm super excited. There are a few things that I have to do now before I get to reading, such as <laughs> write a list of what I'm going to pack. I will update you once I've finished the readathon. Okay, so it's 6.25 and you guys, I just finished The Thing Around Your Neck by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. I'm so happy I finally completed this readathon. I feel like it has been a journey. I thought I wasn't gonna make it, but you know what? We're here, we did it, and I'm proud of myself. And I'm also proud of you for sticking with this episode. I think my final rating for The Thing Around Your Neck is probably four stars. But let me give you a recap of the three books that I read and my thoughts and feelings on them. So let's start with the book that I finished first, which was Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng. Everything I Never Told You follows a Chinese-American family living in the 1970s in a small town in Ohio. We have the parents and we have three children. The middle child, Lydia, is the favorite. And at the beginning of the book, Lydia is found dead. The story then follows the remaining family members grappling with her death and the very fragile and delicate family relationships. Let's start off with what I liked. I really love the way that Celeste Ng writes families and relationships. And it's something that I really loved in Little Fires Everywhere as well, was these family relationships and how intricate and subtle and nuanced they are. And I think that writing families is something that she does incredibly well. I also loved how the family was influenced by the generations that came before them, how the parents in the family were influenced by how their parents grew up and how the children were influenced by how their parents treated them. Even though we only really follow two generations, the parents and the children, we also get this sense of the generation before that, the grandparents. And even though they're not present characters in the story, that heavily influences how all of our characters interact. So that was something that I loved about this book. Something that I'm not sure about, <laughs> I don't know whether to put this in the what I liked or what I didn't like section, was the writing. I had this issue with Little Fires Everywhere. I feel like Celeste Ng's writing doesn't stop at any point. It's very fluid and it always flows. I think that for a story like this that is so character driven and there's not much plot, that writing style does work. So I appreciate the choices that she makes in that way. However, I don't think it's a writing style that works with me personally because I feel like I'm just going and going and going and I never get time to like actually stop and breathe and think about what I just read because we're always moving on to the next character, moving on to the next perspective, the next plot point. We're going back in time. We're moving forward again. It's just like so winding and fluid that I feel like I don't get time to sit with all of the incredible themes and situations that she presents the reader with. 
So that's something that I'm not quite sure about because I think it works for the story, but it just didn't work for me. The thing that I didn't really like about this book was the plot. This story really sets it up to be a murder mystery. You know, we start with the body of a dead girl and that to me is awful but also exciting in terms of plot because you don't know how she died you know you're trying to figure out what the relationship with the family was like who might be involved in her death and very quickly I realized this is not a murder mystery it's not a mystery at all and I think I was kind of disappointed because really it's a snapshot into these people's lives rather than a full story I find Like it just didn't have a big enough arc for me. I didn't find that there was a climax to the book. Even when you found out what happened to the girl who died, I was kind of expecting it. And I was hoping that there was going to be more than what I thought it was, but it turned out that it wasn't. Simply put, I found that the plot was just not there for me. It was more of an extended character study rather than a fully formed story arc with a beginning, a middle, and an end. Um, And that, I think, is why I preferred Little Fires Everywhere to Everything I Never Told You because with Little Fires Everywhere, you had this driving plot that was bringing all of these characters together and the moral issues and consequences of this situation were actually mirrored and highlighted aspects of these characters and their lives and what they experience. That's why I prefer to Little Fires Everywhere and why I only gave Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng 3.5 stars. The next book that I finished in the readathon was I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson. This is a YA coming-of-age story about twins and love and art. Let's start off with what I liked about this book. I loved the writing style. I didn't expect to love this as much as I did. It was such a pleasant surprise. I went into it thinking, oh, it's going to be another like coming-of-age like love story, YA, meh. But I was being annoying for no reason and having low expectations for literally no reason because it was such a good book. Oh my gosh, I loved it. So let's get back to what I liked, the writing style. I loved the way that Jandy Nelson crafted Jude and Noah's different perspectives. So the twins in this novel are Jude and Noah, and we're following two timelines. We're following Noah at age 13, and then we're following Jude at age 16. So we're switching between these perspectives and switching between these timelines. And you're basically figuring out what happened in that gap between 13 and 16. I loved Noah and Jude's unique voices. They felt so real to me, like they felt like real people. The way that their voices were written, I could tell that they were twins and that they were very similar, but I could also easily tell them apart. I loved how unique Jandy Nelson's way of telling stories is. I love how we see the world through their eyes and I love how when we're reading Noah's perspective, we get descriptions of things that don't happen But in his mind, they are happening. So for example, he says, I vomit bright blue all over the table. And of course, these things don't really happen, but they inject like this little bit of magic and excitement into the storytelling. Similes and analogies and metaphors aren't actually used. It's like these things are actually happening. And I love the effect that that gives because it makes you feel like you're in the same slightly magical world that Noah is creating for himself. 
the book is kind of told like a journal. We have like paint splatters and doodles like in the margins of the text, which I love. What I love about Noah's perspective is that every time he kind of describes himself or describes a situation that he's in or how he's feeling, you get a little piece of text that says self-portrait and then the title of his self-portrait. So you don't see this art, but you see the situation he describes and then how he would title it if it were a painting, which I love. Like, I just love that. And it's kind of hard to explain, like, if you're not reading the book, but I love that element of it. Similarly with Jude, Jude is super into this quote Bible that her grandmother wrote and her grandmother was super into like not spirituality but kind of her own version of magic and spirits and all of that. So Jude actually sees her grandmother and her grandmother is a ghost but a very real person to her and she carries her grandmother's bible around with her and every so often Jude will do something strange like she will suck on a lemon and then it will insert a piece from the bible saying suck on a lemon if you want to reject all feelings of love or whatever and I just love the way that these twins tell the story because it shows what they're passionate about and what they love and what they consider important in a really real way like it's not just telling us like oh Noah loves art it's actually showing us that he's such an artist and he loves art so much that he sees the world around him as a painting and he paints in his head and when he's in certain situations he paints a portrait of himself in his head and with Jude we're not told oh she kind of believes in ghosts it's so integrated into how she tells the story and it's also something I've never really read I don't think I've read anything like this which is just so exciting something else that I love that's kind of related to my previous point is how important art is in this book and how important art is to the twins Noah is an artist and Jude kind of feels not very confident in her abilities as an artist, but she still feels that urge to create art. And art is such a big part of these twins' lives. And I love the way that Jandy Nelson incorporates it in a way that is so real and raw and tangible. You feel like these characters couldn't exist without the art that they create. Art is kind of their therapy and they put everything that they are into the art that they create. And I love how that is represented in the story. I love art and I love creating things and drawing and painting and all of that. So it's so special to me as a reader to read about characters who have a similar relationship with art. The reason that I didn't give this book a full five stars, like the way that I've been raving about it, it should have gotten five stars and it almost did until I hit the last 50 pages. And it like really pains me to say this, but I just like, I love happy endings so much. I am a firm advocate for happy endings. The reason that I didn't love the ending in I'll Give You the Sun is that I found that it dragged on a lot. And there were a lot of loose ends that were tied up that I feel could have been tied up in like a sentence and they were tied up in like three pages. I think for me, when we have that resolution, I kind of want to leave the characters in their peace. Like I kind of want to leave them to be happy and I'm ready to leave the story at that point. And I feel like in I'll Give You the Sun, like we got 20 
to 30 pages of exposition explaining every little detail and explaining like who goes on to do what and what happens next and all of that. For me as a reader, it wasn't necessary. So I think that was my only issue. Apart from that, like this is honestly amazing. Like I love this book so much and I would recommend it to so many people. If you are looking for a heartfelt YA contemporary book that deals with love and relationships and siblings and parents, then go for this one. Especially because it has that added extra layer of art and what art means to people. And I love that. That was I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson and I gave it 4.5 stars. Finally, we come to the last book that I finished, which was The Thing Around Your Neck by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. This book is a short story collection. There are 12 short stories. Each one deals with relationships and love and grief a lot of the time and often moving to a new place. All of the characters in these short stories are from Nigeria. Some stories follow Nigerian characters moving to America or living in America or trying to move to America. I found that the common theme that really tied all of these stories together was grief and loss and dealing with that and dealing with the loss of family. So let's start off with what I liked. I liked the writing style a lot. I think she has such a subtle, nuanced writing style that means we get to know the characters really well in such a short space of time. Something I also really loved was the perspective. Almost all of the stories were told from third person perspective, but there were two in there that were told from second person perspective, which is not something you see very often. So second person perspective is you. So the story is saying, you do this, you do that, you go here, you leave him, you talk to her. When you're reading something in your head from second person perspective, you feel like you are being told by the book what you as a person are doing. So I feel like the book is telling me, Angauri, you are doing this, you are going here, you're speaking to this person. And I think it forces the reader to connect with this story in such an incredible way. And I loved how Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie used that second person perspective in her stories. I really, really loved the plot as well of each of the stories. Each of these stories was about 10 to 14 pages long. To make sure that your reader connects with the character and the story and the setting in so few pages is a really difficult thing to do. And often I find that short stories are just slice of life pieces and I get bored because I feel like nothing happens and nothing changes. What I loved about The Thing Around Your Neck was that in each story, a character actually came out feeling differently and something happened like there was a pivotal moment where the character changed or grew or overcome something or changed their mind about something I loved that these moments were subtle as well but also not so subtle that you got bored so I really love how she crafted the plot in just a few pages the reason I gave it four stars rather than five was that I find it so difficult to give collections of short stories five stars because there are always going to be stories in there that I don't love as much. So for example, in this one, I liked all of the stories. I loved a few of them and then a few I found were forgettable. But I think that this happens with any short story collection, especially when there are 
12. Like that seems like a lot of short stories to me, but I'll just tell you my favorites. My first favorite was A Private Experience. I loved Jumping Monkey Hill. I loved The Thing Around Your Neck. That one like was just amazing. The next one that I really liked, which was quite a short one actually was The American Embassy and this is about a woman who is waiting in line to apply for asylum to go to America at the American Embassy. It was quite short but yeah I really liked that one actually. I really liked The Arrangers of Marriage. So this is about a woman who moves to America with her new husband and it's an arranged marriage and it's about their relationship and what happens and how she's basically married to someone she doesn't know. And I really liked that story. Now, the last story was really interesting because I wasn't loving it that much until the last three pages. It's called The Headstrong Historian. Looking back on it now, like after having read those last three pages and being really impacted by them, I think that is possibly my second favorite story. Maybe. It's it's definitely up there. So the Headstrong Historian is about a woman in Nigeria and she marries and she gives birth to a son and a daughter and she wants her son to learn English and there are a bunch of missionaries that have come over from England to basically teach people Christianity or to, in quotes, free them and to teach them Christianity. So she sends her son to a Catholic school, I believe, and it's about him learning this religion and how it impacts her life. Yeah, it was really amazing. So those were my favorites. To recap, A Private Experience, Jumping Monkey Hill, The Thing Around Your Neck, The American Embassy, The Arrangers of Marriage, and The Headstrong Historian. Six out of 12, I really loved. But as I said, it's always so hard to rate a collection of short stories because there are some that you are not going to love as much as others. So overall, it's a four stars from me. I would still definitely recommend it. And I'm definitely going to read more of Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie's writing. I think everybody tells me Half a Yellow Sun is incredible. And then Americana also looks amazing, but really long. And I'm always scared of like reading super long books. I don't know why. I just like get intimidated. So maybe Half a Yellow Sun I'll read next. In conclusion, I read three books over seven days for Lala's Buzzword Readathon. The books that I read all had to have you in the title. So I read Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng, which I gave 3.5 stars. I also read I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson, which I gave 4.5 stars. And I read The Thing Around Your Neck by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, which I gave four stars. This was a successful readathon, I'd say. I hope you've enjoyed this one. I hope you enjoyed this more kind of casual, like talk you through the week type stuff. Let me know if you find it interesting or if it's actually really boring because that would be bad if it was boring and then I wouldn't do it again. But I had fun, so let me know if you want to hear more of this stuff. I will leave all of the links to Lala's like channels and social media links and all of that. Thank you guys for hanging out with me this week. If you enjoyed it, you can subscribe on iTunes so that you never miss an episode. You can also rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can follow the community library on Instagram at the underscore community underscore library. And you can use the hashtag the community library on Instagram or Twitter. The podcast artwork is designed by Ashley Ronning. You can look at more of her work at ashleyronning.com or you can go to helio-press.com. That's dash the symbol. Once again, 
Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. To give you a general up. Oh, hello. If you put hello, we only really follow hello. Okay, hello.